1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. Wintry Blast arrives in Kansas. We have the story. Hazardous driving conditions on Wichita roadways. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Arctic air is plunged into south-central Kansas, widespread slick roads, and dangerously cold air. How long will this last? Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. The first full day of winter is bringing us a frigid blast from the north. A wind chill warning has been issued for south-central Kansas until Friday afternoon. We can expect snow, freezing drizzle, and wind gusts of more than 40 miles per hour. Snow accumulation of less than one inch is predicted in the Wichita area. Wichita area roads and highways have become dangerous with numerous crashes and slide-offs since noon Wednesday. The police department asking drivers to avoid Kellogg, I-135, I-235, and K-96 and watch for ice and slick spots, especially on elevated roadways and bridges. The emergency accident reporting plan is now in effect for Wichita, Bel Air, Hayesville, and Derby. WPD expects the ERP to last into Friday. Tom Hine of the Kansas Department of Transportation tells KNSS News, KDOT's crews are ready for today's storm, but don't look for much pretreatment. If the roadway stays dry, we'll, we'll sit back and watch and say, okay, we're ready, but let's not do anything that's going to make that snow stick to the road. Okay, what is the workday like for, uh, for your guys when something like this comes up? They're on a 12-hour shift. So we run a shift from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., and then the night crew will come in at 8 p.m., and, and uh, so we're 24-7 during a storm. Hines says KDOT's two dozen snowplows will join city and county crews when needed in treating the streets. A massive Arctic front expected to make Christmas travel very difficult for Americans nationwide. Fox's Jackie Abanez reports. AAA says over 3 million more people are hitting the road this Christmas compared to last. Now combine that with blizzards, high winds, and icy roads, Americans could truly be in for a traveling nightmare. Millions of people across the Midwest and Great Lakes are under winter storm alerts as the Christmas week blizzard morphs into a bomb cyclone. According to the Fox Forecast Center, extremely dangerous or impossible travel conditions they're expected from the central plains to the upper Midwest and western Great Lakes. Now airports across the U.S. have been preparing for the impacts of this blizzard and the life-threatening cold temperatures that will follow, including calling in extra crews to keep as many planes running as possible. And those traveling by plane are being advised to arrive at airports early. All right, let's take a look at what's happening on the streets of the city right now with Jed Chambers. Jed, what's what's going on out there? Well, as the traffic volumes are starting to pick up, Ooh. we're starting to see mm-hmm. the traffic accidents starting to pile up as well. Uh, right now, we've got a crash westbound on Kellogg at Armour. Uh, near Rock Road there. Uh, we've got a traffic accident eastbound on K96 near 21st Street North and still working on that traffic accident uh, westbound Kellogg at Zelta. That's uh, just a little ways east of Greenwich Road. So working on all those right now. All right. Ukraine's president traveled outside his country for the first time since the Russian invasion visiting President Biden and congressional leaders. Wearing his familiar olive green sweater, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke from the rostrum of the U.S. House, delivering a message to every American. Your support is crucial. Zelensky thanked lawmakers for billions in military and financial aid, money he says that is not charity. It's 
and investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. Zelensky has pressed the U.S. and European allies for even more lethal equipment. Here at the White House, President Biden detailed a nearly $2 billion defense package that includes Patriot surface-to-air missile defenses. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. Shocker basketball action tonight at Coke Arena. We'll preview that coming up in sports. What exactly is a bomb cyclone? That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Stephen's head in the morning, KNSS now 709, nine minutes past seven o'clock. Hundreds of employees at Tyson Foods have decided not to relocate to the company's headquarters in Arkansas next year as the company consolidates its corporate offices. The workers are reportedly from two of its largest business units, According to the Wall Street Journal, Tyson announced in October that it planned to close its offices in Chicago, Downers Grove, Illinois, and Dakota Dunes, South Dakota. Forecasters are talking about a bomb cyclone in stormy weather across the United States. What exactly does that mean? The most complicated and dangerous storms are the tropical cyclones, which include depressions, storms, and hurricanes. We have a federal apparatus to track them and handle disaster mitigation and response. Bomb cyclone is a name given to mid-latitude cyclones, which act differently than tropical ones and rapidly intensify in cold weather. Unlike tropical cyclones, the bombs don't weaken over land, and due to the cold weather, the precipitation can be snow, a lot of it. But hurricane-force winds and coastal flooding are also possible, and with those risks, if you expect to be hit, it might be a good idea to prepare with a few days' supply of water, food, medicine, and ways to keep warm. Eben Brown, Fox News. Time is running out for lawmakers to come up with an omnibus spending plan that will keep the federal government fully funded past Friday. The Senate's struggling to pass the $1.7 trillion spending package needed to keep much of the government running this fiscal year. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said... We are very close, but we're not there yet. They appear stymied for now over an amendment from Republican Mike Lee of Utah that cuts Homeland Security funding unless Title 42 remains in place. That's the Trump-era pandemic rule that forced asylum seekers to be turned away from the U.S. border. Other GOP members are saying both sides are close to a deal. The deadline for that deal is Friday. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. A real-life Grinch burns down a Christmas tree. It happened in Tennessee. Not just the tree, but the gifts underneath destroyed. Dyersville police say 25-year-old James Walker first stole items from the apartment, then returned to set the fire. They say he even covered up the smoke detector. Cops chased him on foot and arrested him on arson and burglary charges. Police asking the community to help the family with gifts for their child. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 712, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic this morning, conditions not very good out there. Very slippery, visibility an issue because of the uh, snow and blowing snow out there. 
uh, just be very cautious. Drive slowly this and carefully uh, if you have to get out. If you don't have to get out, uh, just don't. We've got several traffic accidents working right now. Uh, Kellogg at Armor. We have a traffic accident K96 near 21st Street North and eastbound. Uh, that's eastbound lanes. And we've got a crash westbound Kellogg between uh, K96 and Greenwich Road. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell. Good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you guys doing? Doing well. We're indoors. Blah, 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 blah. We're a little chilly, but yeah, we're indoors. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, something I'm I'm thankful for too. And anybody that has to, you know, work outdoors, you, you know, guys, we're getting close to Christmas. We got to remember uh, a lot of the UPS, FedEx workers, anybody else, mm-hmm. you know, out doing deliveries. A lot of people, you know, depending on them to get their gifts in time for Christmas. And I know there's a, a many other jobs where you know they require you to work outdoors. So you know, I just want to take this moment to say a big thank you, even for those that have to work indoors, where you still have to brave the elements, probably drive to work and. You know, uh, just make sure that you're continuing to drive safely uh, and be safe out there. Also, dress warm. That's something else that all of us will have to do. Two degrees today. That's going to be the warmest that it's going to get. Mostly to partly cloudy skies. That 40% chance of snow, mainly during our morning hours as we continue to see snow showers roll through. And by the time we get into the afternoon, yes, there still could be some blowing snow. Maybe a few lingering snow showers around, but uh, much of the snow that's currently falling will wrap up by that time. North wind at 15 to 30 miles an hour going to sting as we'll have our wind chills well below zero all the way down to 25 to 30 below at times that's that's what it's going to feel like partly cloudy to mostly clear skies tonight low of minus six that's what we'll wake up to early tomorrow morning winds still going to be gusty at times as the system pulls away from us tomorrow but it is going to be dry still frigid but an improvement from today for our Friday, after seeing a high of 2 degrees today, we'll get up to 11 tomorrow, and then we'll continue to see that gradual upswing in our temperatures. 20 degrees for Christmas Eve, 32 on uh, Christmas Day, and then after Christmas, even more warming. 36 on Monday, 44 Tuesday, 50 degrees on Wednesday, and getting close to 50 on Thursday. Also, after the snow moves out today, not seeing much moisture, maybe a flurry nearby or around on Saturday. Only a 10% chance of that happening, though. Right now, we're at minus two with the uh, heavy snow moving through. The National Weather Service just actually just issued a snow squall warning where there's a there was a quick, sudden drop in visibility out there. Snow showers are pretty heavy and will continue to be through 8 a.m. So if you do have to drive through Wichita anytime soon, please make sure that you're traveling safely and delay that drive if you can, honestly. North winds, very strong out there at 29 miles an hour, gusting up to 46. And we also have a wind chill. 28 below that's what it feels like right now i don't know that i've ever seen a snow squall warning in wichita Hmm. they're pretty rare in this part of the country usually when you hear snow squall you think of lake effect snow like similar to where i'm from the rochester new york buffalo area we're used to those sudden drops in visibility you can drive a mile or so and it'll literally be like a blizzard all of a sudden drive another mile out of that snow squall and it'll, it'll be sunny but in this part of the country, since we're not used to seeing those sudden drops in visibility, the sudden heavy snow, uh, again, a rarity, but it does happen in this part of the country. All right. Thank you, Ron L. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen Ted in the morning now, 715 here on this Thursday morning, December 22nd, three days until Christmas. Yesterday's high 34 in Wichita, normal high for the date 44 
It was on this date in 1989, an Arctic air mass spread southeast across the central plains and eastern U.S. as a staggering 137 cities set record lows for the date, 35 of which were recorded lows for December. One such location accomplishing both feats was Wichita, which chilled out with a low of 16 below zero. Mm. Morning lows of 23 degrees below in Kansas City, 27 below in Goodland were all-time record lows for those both of those locations. That was in 1989. And on this date in uh, 1983, actors Parker Stevenson and the late Kirstie Alley got married. They divorced in 1997. Of course, Kirstie Alley died just a few days ago. But that was a, their wedding date, 1983. A couple of big stars getting married. Yeah. Red, white, and uh, Air Force Blue Christmas holiday special featuring pa- pentaton- what is it? pentatonics. Is that the way you say it? Listen to s- Saturday at uh, 10 a.m., Sunday at 11 a.m. Happy holidays from KNSS. We're going to have pentatonics on here. Very good. On, uh, on those two days. Uh, and also the Friday, tomorrow, I'm going to be at the Taco Bell at South Meridian and 235. Christmas cash, $98 we'll award to somebody coming through the drive-thru at Taco Bell tomorrow during the noon hour. Yeah, That'll be last time last for the one. Christmas season we'll this be year. At yeah. Christmas Eve Eve. So there you go. It's uh, coming up on 718, Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. And it's time for a look at sports now with Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, and we take a look at Shocker basketball in action tonight. The Shockers are home at Coke Arena hosting Texas Southern, a team that was in the NCAA tournament last year. They haven't won a road game yet this season in six tries. Non-conference finale for the Shockers. FanDuel has Wichita State as a 13-and-a-half-point favorite coming into this one tonight. Shocker head coach Isaac Brown wants the team to... Get the offense in gear and start scoring some more points. Obviously, it's the offense. You know, the defense got to continue the success we've had. We've had a top 10 defense in the country holding opponents under 40% field goal shooting, um, doing a great job defending at the three-point line. The biggest thing with our team, we got to start scoring the basketball. We got to try to create turnovers to get easy baskets. We can't take threes early in the shot clock. And the Shocks, uh, Shocks are in the bottom 50 in the nation in offense, only averaging 66 a game. Yikes. Want to get the offense in gear? Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at 6 o'clock this evening. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock tonight in Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shocks on 103.7 KEYN. We have basketball in Lawrence tonight. Fourth-ranked Kansas hosting Harvard. Coming in from the Ivy League, KU has never lost a game to an Ivy League school. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. Pre-game coverage begins at 4.30 this afternoon for the Jayhawks. Listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The K-State men won yesterday. An afternoon game in Manhattan beat Radford 73-65. Senior Marquise Noel had a double-double, 10 points, 11 assists. As K-State goes into Christmas break, pretty happy. Undefeated on home court, a five-game winning streak, 11-1 and to start the season for the K-State men under their new head coach, Jerome Tang. Non-conference finale for K-State as well. They'll be getting into conference play after they get a week and a half off. Hockey action last night, downtown Wichita. The first of a three straight games and three nights against these two. The second-place Wichita Thunder, the third-place Rapid City Rush. And started out good for the Thunder, a 6-3 to win last night. Getting a 5-1 to one lead and 
cruising on in for the three-goal win. Wichita has back-to-back wins. The Thunder hosting Rapid City again tonight. The middle game of this three-game series. 7 o'clock tonight downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. A former Thunder player continues to have success in the National Hockey League. The Edmonton Oilers won on the road last night down in Dallas. Beat the Stars 6-3. Starting in goal for Edmonton. Former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner had two dozen saves for his 10th win of the season. Edmonton snapping a three-game losing streak. The Oilers are in the number two uh, wildcard spot in the Western Conference right now. By the way, for Stuart Skinner, the former Thunder goalie, it was his first win since signing a three-year, $7.8 million contract extension with the Oilers. So congratulations to the former Thunder goalie. K-State women in basketball beat Morgan State yesterday, 77-46 in the non-conference finale. K-State ladies are now 11-2 on the season, their best start in 14 years. And in the NBA last night, the Philadelphia 76ers win at home, beat the Detroit Pistons 113-93. Starting at center for the 76ers, former Kansas Jayhawk Joel Embiid, who leads the NBA in scoring. Embiid last night, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 blocks. The 76ers are on a 6-game winning streak. They're in the number 5 spot right now in the Eastern Conference. Don't forget, one hour from now... Our weekly Minute with Mitch. We'll start to preview uh, the Chiefs and the Seahawks on Saturday afternoon. So our Minute with Mitch will be coming up after sports one hour from exactly right now. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for House Call for Help. A famous singer has had to cancel tour dates after being stricken with a rare disease. That's coming up. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Cause nationally recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Backintosh, Ted Woodward, 730 on this Thursday morning. Two below zero. That's our, uh, <laughs> our temperature right now. The wind chill is 23 below. Experts are warning Christmas travelers to be prepared for life-threatening conditions from severe winter weather. Trains and flights are already canceled with more expected as a crippling winter storm pounds the plains. With parts of I-29 and I-90 closed in South Dakota until Friday, Tim Pletton, manager at Coffee Cup Fuel Stop in Vivian, has been sheltering stranded drivers there for days. We had drivers calling the 65, 40 miles away that didn't have diesel and there was no way of getting to them because of the weather. AAA recommends that if you're traveling by car through dangerous weather, bring plenty of food and water, blankets, cell phone chargers, first aid kits, jumper cables, flashlights, and shovels. And that if you get stuck, remain calm and don't panic. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. The president of Ukraine making a rare speech to the United States Congress His country is facing a winter at war with Russia. Standing defiant in the House of Representatives, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says his country did not fall to Russia's military invasion. Ukraine is alive and kicking. Zelensky spoke to U.S. lawmakers to offer thanks and make the case for continued military support. I know that everything depends on us, on Ukrainian armed forces, yet so much depends on the world. So much in the world depends on you. Zelensky concluded his speech by presenting the Congress with a Ukrainian battle flag signed by Ukrainian troops fighting on the front line. 
in Washington. Jared Halpern, Fox News. More legal trouble for a man accused of performing illegal autopsies in northeast Kansas. Add one more year in prison on state charges for 43-year-old Sean Parcells. He's already serving a nearly six-year term in a federal prison for running an illegal autopsy scheme. The new state charge adds a year for wire fraud. Parcells, with no formal education in pathology, made more than $1.1 million in Kansas between 2016 and 2019 from autopsies from more than 350 clients, most of which he did not perform. Parcells gaining national attention back in 2014 by assisting a privately hired pathologist in an autopsy of Michael Brown, the unarmed black 18-year-old from Ferguson, Missouri, who was fatally shot by a white police officer. Paul Stevens, Fox News. A judge in Kansas has declined to order a new trial for two men who said a controversial police detective helped send them to prison for a murder in 1997 they didn't commit. Judge Gunnar Sundby says 46-year-old Brian Betts and 52-year-old Celester McKinney did not prove that they should receive a new trial because of a cloud of doubt over former Kansas City, Kansas police detective Roger Golubsky. The cousins' uncle testified that Golubsky pressured him into identifying the two men as the shooters in the death of Gregory Miller 25 years ago. Golubsky is facing federal charges of sexually assaulting two females and a separate indictment alleging that he was part of a sex trafficking ring involving girls. The housing market continued to weaken in November. Sales of previously owned homes slow for the 10th straight month, the longest stretch on records dating back to 1999. As high mortgage rates and home prices pushed many buyers out of the market. Existing home sales fell 7.7% from October, according to the National Association of Realtors, while sales plunged over 35% year over year. Still, home prices continue to spike last month, albeit at a smaller rate than just a few months ago. The national median home sales price rose 3.5% in November from a year earlier to close to $371,000. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We're dealing with blowing snow already here in south-central Kansas, combined with very slick roadways. Travel is highly discouraged today with this winter weather advisory and wind chill warning in effect. Snow will continue through mid to late morning. We will deal with some blowing snow as winds gust to 45 miles per hour, sending wind chills to 35 below zero. Tonight's low, five below. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And now we have blowing snow, fog. The temperature is two below, and with the north wind gusting to 46 miles per hour, the wind chill index is now 28 below. It is miserable. Miserable out there and dangerous. If you don't have to be out, don't go out today. The Wichita Eagle reporting Kansas officials have approved $15 million toward the construction of a new 50-bed mental health hospital in the Wichita region. The State Finance Council, consisting of Governor Laura Kelly and legislative leaders from both parties, voted unanimously to allow the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability to begin using $15 million allocated in last year's budget on the new hospital. The potential hospital was the subject of an interim legislative committee this summer exploring solutions to Kansas' need for additional mental health resources. Kansas' existing mental health hospitals, Larned State Hospital in western Kansas and Osawatomie State Hospital near the KC Metro have been plagued by wait lists and understaffing. Yeah, is a 50-bed hospital going to make... It sounds like a drop in the bucket to me. The first thing I thought. 
I agree. I know it's that, better than nothing, but it sounds like a or we sh- drop in the bucket. Sounds like we should be looking at 300 beds. Yeah, at least. Uh, the way this, uh, the way the problem has been described to me and others, uh, you know, <laughs> there are a bunch of people over there in the county jail every night who have should be in the mental hospital and roaming the streets. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we, that's what our society is now. The uh, of course I've got a, this weekend our guest on issues. Is Deanne Smith, who's with the uh, uh, United Methodist Open Door, and they deal a lot with homeless people. Yes, they do. They deal a lot with people who have mental problems out there. As she put it, those people who stand on a corner and scream at nothing, they deal with those folks. And every day, and she said, they, I can't remember who took the survey, but it was uh, regarding mental health facilities and access to uh, mental health facilities, Kansas ranks. Number 51 in the state. That doesn't surprise me. We've only got two rather small mental hospitals for the entire state. And there it is. And uh, apparently we're going to move a little bit, but 50 beds, like you say, (laughs) are you kidding? we got a bigger problem than that. uh, It costs money. It costs money. It costs money to do things that they did. All right, right now let's talk about... It's going to cost $15 million just for 50 beds. 50 beds, yeah. $15 million. Let's uh, talk a little bit about let's talk about the weather right now. What's going on? Because uh, one of the things we're looking at, Jad, is uh, uh, how many accidents we got? Just a few, but uh, are they piling up? What's this, uh, what's the accident uh, situation right now, then, Jad? Well, we're getting reports of slide-offs here slide-offs? and there. The yeah. the most recent one they were talking about right there at the North Junction, uh, K ninety six, right around I one thirty five, but uh, still working some of those traffic accidents. Uh, got one of them, uh, Kellogg and Meridian eastbound. One of them. Uh, Kellogg and uh, basically between Woodlawn and Armor, and that's uh, westbound there. Uh, so, yeah, visibility is a big problem right now as well. All right. Yeah. Um, and also we've got the emergency accident reporting plan is in effect right now. Yes. Which means uh, if you have a crash and uh, there are no injuries, no drugs or alcohol involvement, no hit and run, the vehicles are movable. You can exchange information with the other driver and fill out a report online within 24 hours. So that's going to relieve a lot of pressure on the police officers out there who mm-hmm. basically, they don't want to get out of the cars. They don't have to. I don't blame them. You can get frostbite in a hurry. Ted said scraping the windows this morning with gloves on. Yeah. You nearly got frostbite, right, Ted? So. And, of course, this morning Dangerous. we're also dealing with uh, power, power outages. outages. Yep. Uh, a large power outage around Valley Center uh, still. Uh, over a thousand customers in that area without power, just in the Valley Center area alone, and then two big ones here in Wichita, just south of Kellogg. One of them is from Oliver over to a little ways east of Woodlawn, and the other one is just on the other side of I one thirty five. It goes from about Broadway to Hydraulic south okay. of Kellogg. And we're fortunate right now the uh, uh, the kids and the students are out because of the the Christmas break. All of them, I think, right now, all the schools around. Friends University tells us they're not going to have any classes today. Um, so the professors can work from home. Uh, yeah, it goes without saying the universities. No, nobody needs to go. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. And stay off the big ones. Stay off Kellogg and, and uh, the 35s out there. All right, Ted. Interesting storm. Um, I'm not sure I remember one just exactly like this with such high wind and such frosty temperatures. Woo, that's ugly out there. Uh, dangerous out there. And don't forget the pets. If you got a pet that's uh, 
It's an outdoor pet. Better get them in the garage or someplace where they can get them somewhere. Stay yeah. warm. And uh, if you yeah. get somebody out there with a, a water bowl, to give it a, if you got an iced over, what's up, Jad? I, I mentioned then, visibility. Uh, yeah. Just took a look at the Eisenhower National Airport, and it's less than a quarter mile. So uh, visibility affected out there. Kind of nasty out there. Hmm. And we're only three days of Christmas. I mean, a lot of people probably haven't finished their Christmas shopping yet. Maybe they can squeeze it in tomorrow and Saturday. Gosh, we've only got a couple of days left till Christmas. And uh, people are making plans to get together, and I'm sure. Uh, uh, the common ingredients for holiday favorites are costing more this year, as you might imagine. Of course. This is the Bureau of Labor Statistics telling us uh, how much the prices for some holiday staples have gone up between November of 2021 and November of 2022 last month. Flour up 25%. Bread up 16%. Cookies, 19%. Crackers, 20%. Pies, tarts, and turnovers, 19%. Ham's a bargain, up only 8%. Uh, uncooked poultry, including turkey, 18%. Eggs, 49%. That's the one where I noticed, you know, eggs to me, I've always thought, there's a real bargain. Because you can get a dozen eggs Used for to, almost you nothing. You get them for, yeah, almost pennies. Got up 49%. Oh, milk great. up 15%. Potatoes up 16 Sugar and sweets up 13%. Everything's up. Butter up 27%. They're all up. That's how much. So there you go. This is an idea of what it's going to cost to put together that Christmas dinner. Uh, 740 now, Stephen Ted. What else I got? Just wanted to just say that Shelly and I went to the Nifty Nut House last night. She had to get some, I don't know, she got walnuts for her baklava. And she insisted we go there because she knows the nuts are fresh there. And there was a lot of people in there, but... She tried to go earlier in the day, she told me, and she couldn't even get in a parking lot at Nifty Nuts. It's Nut House. insane this time of year. Yeah, this is, their, is, this is when they, they shine at this Nifty Nut House. This is their time of the year. This is Halloween. My goodness. I was out and about yesterday, and a major retailer shut the door in my face and said, we're closed. Major retailer. Bed, mm. bath, and beyond. Really? I was about to walk in. The lady slammed the door in front of me and said, we're closed. We're well, closed see, because of the weather. I was like. Every other business in town is open. Why are you closing? That was an excuse because the weather really didn't get bad till about 2 o'clock I this know. morning. I was like, why are you closing? People were hearing so much, and they were, they were in a panic. And I, I was, you know, I usually, I get a that bad mood. That shocked me that a major retailer yeah. four days before Christmas was closing its doors. I, I, get I was in like, a, wow. I get in kind of a bad mood when I know that the weather is going to be bad. But I knew from what they were saying, from the weather service was saying, that this stuff wasn't going to hit the fan until about 2 o'clock this morning. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, you got something else? Well, just a couple of closures that have come in over the last couple of minutes. Uh, Museum of World Treasures may, uh, announcing that they're going to be closed. And uh, the Kansas Humane Society just got an email from them saying they're closed as well. Yeah, the zoo is shut down for the yeah. next couple of days. Zoo so. and Botanica? Yeah. Had already shut down, yeah. Well, nobody wants to go out anyway, so there you go. Uh, but live and local radio is on the air here at 98.7 and 1330 KNSS with Steve and Ted. And we here we some- are. Got some programming coming up uh, Saturday and Sunday. Red, white, and Air Force Blue Christmas Holidays Special featuring Pentatonix. This is uh, Saturday at 10 a.m., Sunday at 11 a.m. Happy Holidays from KNSS, bringing you some good music. I saw Pentatonix at the Orpheum a few years ago. Pretty good, I'll bet. It was fantastic. Yeah, a lot of kids going to... I think it was a Christmas show. Young people going to service, and that's what they do. They become band members and entertainers. 7.43 7.43 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we got a Wichita Business Journal update. Ted, 
Mm-hmm. Midwest Dog Center is expanding. I know you were concerned about that. <laughs> We've got the story coming up. Good, good. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS 748 here on this Thursday morning with three days left until Christmas. Three big things. Three. Ukraine President Zelensky speaks to U.S. Congress, thanks American people for their support. Two. Emergency accident reporting plan is in effect for Wichita, Bel Air, Hayesville, and Derby. One. Winter arrives in Kansas with blowing snow, strong wind, and wind chills of 30 below or more. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning, the visibility an issue, less than a quarter mile visibility out there right now uh, due to snow and blowing snow and uh, traffic conditions very slippery as well. Probably best just to avoid travel today if you can, but if you can't, just go very slow. Give yourself plenty of time uh, to get where you need to go. We've got uh, traffic accidents out there, uh, again, on Kellogg traffic accidents at Meridian and another one over at Rock Road, and yeah, they're yeah. they're they're now saying that th- those are causing other traffic accidents as well in those areas. So uh, just be cautious. Traffic update from ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Winter weather advisory and wind chill warning effective through Friday for here in the Wichita area. Cloudy, windy, very cold, snow and blowing snow today, and a high of two degrees. Wind chills could hit 30 below. Wednesday's high temperature was 34 degrees. Accumulation of one inch is possible. Clear and cold with blowing snow tonight. The overnight low, three below. Friday, sunny and cold, but tomorrow's high, we're going to get up to 13 degrees. Now blowing snow, fog, two below reading on our temperature. North wind gusting to 46 miles per hour. The wind chill right now is 28 below. How do you got, Jad? Kellogg eastbound Kellogg. at 183rd from there to 167th. That's the Goddard area. Goddard area, yeah. Uh, what they're saying right now, several accidents. You'll want to avoid the area entirely. Uh, so Pile up. Yeah. yeah, a pile up starting there. They're, they're actually they're saying that uh, cars just kind of continue to run into one another there. So yeah, There you go. Yeah, be careful. All right. Uh, we had a rally on Wall Street yesterday. Stocks ending sharply higher, boosted by consumer confidence data that jumped to its highest level since April. Consumers seem to be less worried about inflation and a recession, even as the Fed continues to hike interest rates and many economists are fearing an oncoming recession. Shares of Nike rising around 13 percent after the sportswear company reported better than expected quarterly results and raised its revenue growth outlook. And FedEx's stock rose despite posting revenue that fell short of Wall Street expectations while its earnings topped analyst estimates. 
minutes. The biggest Dow winners, Nike, Boeing, and Goldman Sachs. The only Dow decliners, Disney and Walgreens. The Dow rising 527 points. The Nasdaq up 162. S&P 500 up 57. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Now, business general update uh, here with Steve and Ted. May mean that he works from sun up to sundown, but Hank Cocking says he loves what he does as owner of Midwest Dog Center. Now he's on a path to further growth. The business and he and his wife, Lanisa, launched in 2013 with a new building, triple the size of the current location, Midwest Dog Center, which offers a range of services, including training of both dogs and dog trainers, doggy daycare, and boarding. Broke ground earlier this month on a 6,400-square-foot facility in the 3,300 block of North 247th Street West. That is three miles south of Andale. It's going to be a big first quarter for Jet Airworks LLC in our Kansas City. The aviation maintenance, repair, and overhaul business is planning an early start next year to new work, dismantling used commercial aircraft engines to salvage workable components. The company said the new project is in partnership with CFM Materials LP. It'll result in components being reutilized for MRO work at General Electric and Safran overhaul shops worldwide. And that includes the GE facility near Jet Airworks at Struther Field in Cowley County. Ascension via Christie in Wichita has hired a new system chief operating officer, J. Phil Harrop, who most recently served as interim chief operating officer for six hospitals with Mercy One's Central Iowa region. In his new role at Ascension via Christie, Harrop will collaborate with other members of the executive leadership team to implement strategic and operational direction. He begins January 3rd, and that's business news this morning, courtesy of the Wichita Business Journal. Going back to that first story, the dog the dog's uh, business. I, you know, that, I bet that's a good business. Do you know anything about it? Well, I do. Oh. Uh, Hank Cocking, the owner, is a family friend. He's a, uh, one of my brother's best friends and uh Former Wichita and Sedgwick County K nine officer, fantastic guy. I say the cocking, really good guy. I believe the Cocking family has been prominent in law enforcement in Wichita and around here for a long time. That name is familiar to me in the area of law enforcement. Yeah, well, he was he was a a, a really standout K uh, nine officer. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, Michelle and I've been thinking. Our grandkids have been urging us for a couple of years to to get a dog. You know, uh, it was a traumatic deal for me when I had to. We had to say goodbye to Lucky the Wonder Dog, our rat terrier, a few years ago. So I haven't been anxious to get another one, but, you know, one of the drawbacks is if you get a dog, potty training and all that stuff. Now, man, we take this dog out to these guys. I bet you they could polish him up and get him going. What do you think, Ted? I might have to take get a dog then. Huh? But you still have to walk it and oh, yeah. that's care a, for that's it a fun every day. Part. That's a fun part, I think. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else we got going on today? You know, I was watching... You know, go home. We you know what time we I go home, and then you you have you work a longer longer day. But I go home, and you know I'm just amazed by these uh, television shows, these network programs that are on midday or mid morning. Awful. They really suck. Uh, yeah, I agree. And these people, they got these nice looking people. All they do is eat. I don't know how they keep from being 500 pounds. They it gets every you know, here's this and they're all talking. Guys getting, you know, guys getting four or five hundred grand a year. I eat on TV. It's amazing. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You know, get paid to eat on TV. Why can't we? Why get can't a, we get? Yeah. yeah. Can't Once we do again, something we locally called Steve and Ted Eat? 
you know, get some great, pizza and everything. I love that idea. You know, local uh, people bring you in. You and me stuff. do some mm. kind of food show. You should that'd do a food all, show. That'd be fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Today is uh, National uh, Short Person Day. Whether you're tall and have short people in your life or yourself are short, it's time to celebrate. On this day, own your shortness and have fun with the short people in your life. I've been, I was, the short, I think it was one of the shortest students in the seventh and eighth grade over at Hadley Junior High School. Uh, I started. Uh, well, you're on the basketball team. Well, I was, but I was short. I, was, I think I started seventh grade at about four foot eleven, and I may have weighed eighty pounds in seventh grade, maybe. And people will tell you that absolutely true. By the time I left the ninth grade at Hadley, I was at five eleven. I grew a whole foot. In wow! But I know what it's you like were to be shooting up there. Short people. Seven fifty-five. Stephen Ted. Hey, stay with us. We're going to be here for the eight o'clock hour. Stephen Ted show. We have the latest on the winter storm that's blasting central Kansas. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we'll have our Thursday morning feature, the Minute with Mitch. We'll start to preview the Chiefs game. It'll be coming up after sports in about 25 minutes. And entertaining entertainment news, the blur with Ted Woodward coming up, too. Yeah, we're working on it. we got a few movie anniversaries. We're working on entertainment news in the blur. That'll be at 835 this morning. And traffic and weather, all very important in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.